certifiably, undeniably stupid. Everybody, uh, welcome to a special uh, entertaining stupid podcast. Uh, I guess I'm calling these uh, with my buddy. These segments with my buddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and with me today is uh, my buddy, my buddy Ray. What up? And um, uh, what I want to do with these sort of little uh, new segments is, is uh, I, I guess, uh, talk to you guys a little bit more about a specific topic and uh, and get your takes on. On certain things, uh, I've uh, a little while ago I was down in the states and uh, did a lot of soul searching, and yeah, <laughs> right. You didn't know, Ray just farted. Can't take anything seriously. Yeah, anyway, and I did. I did some soul searching, and I thought I'd try and uh, have some, I guess, more serious conversations with my friends, and I thought I'd uh, record them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today, with you, Ray, I want to talk to you. And discuss, uh, you know, trying to find uh, your own little happy, happy space, right? Safe space. Yeah, yeah. Because like you and I, uh, I don't know if a lot of people know, uh, you are my introductions to sort of uh, this group of friends here. You and I became friends in uh, second year university or something like that. First or second, yeah. I can't yeah, remember. yeah. We both went to we both went to uh, the Edward School of Business. And we became friends there just because sat next to each other. I watched anime and, and you're and like, cool. Twitch streams. Yeah, yeah. And then we just started playing video games together. And, and then you just started inviting me out to, to to hang out with your friends and stuff like that. And that's that's where the whole Buddy Jason sort of Buddy Jason uh, came about. Introduced to everyone. This is Buddy Jason. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's how everybody knows me is, is Buddy Jason. That's why I'm calling this segment with my buddy. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Started something. Yeah. I so, did something. So we went to university for four years. Got the same degree. Yes. We are we are bachelors of commerce management. Management. And uh uh yeah, several years down the, the line here we're what, eight years, eight, nine years out? Of university? Yeah. No. No. It's like four or five. Four dude. or five? That's not. Oh fuck, I'm thinking of high school. Here's like a high school. Yeah. So it's twenty ten. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, 2010 high school, 2014 or 15 university. Yeah, so Probably about 14. six. Yeah, six. Oh, Jesus, it's six years. Yeah. Holy shit. I swear it was like three or four. Oh, I know. I know. And, and we have branched down very, very separate paths, even though we came from the same place. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, you're, you're, you're a relief driver for, for Old Dutch. Yeah. And uh, I'm working at uh, uh, Accounts Payables for... for uh, uh, a mining company, um, and I, I, I know you tried to give the whole office shtick uh, a bit of a, a you know, a, a try there for a little while, and, and you, you, you determined that it wasn't right for you twice. Well, I'd put an asterisk on that though. Okay. I don't think I gave it a real fair shot. Because um, what's the one, two things I'm counting? The bank and. Um, I guess the week that you were in the office for uh, for the construction company. The construction, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, those are the two I'm thinking of. So the bank one, I'd say, was not your typical office job because it was a lot more customer interaction. Okay. It was more like 
almost retail with just extra responsibilities and extra things you have to do and a little bit more high stakes, I guess. It's not 7-Eleven. It's not Indigo Books. It's dealing with people's money and finances, which everyone always gets fucking nutso about. Especially now. Holy shit, dude. People care about every last cent. So, um, yeah, so the banking job, I would, yeah, I would say it was kind of an atypical desk job because yes, you're sitting at a desk, but you're dealing with customers all day. It's not just dealing with emails and phone calls and spreadsheets and all that. It's fucking customer interaction 95% of the time because you're just trying to file people through. And then the construction job, I don't really want to say I gave that one a fair shot because I was jumping into the middle of an ongoing project. It was like the biggest project they'd ever done. So when they start explaining to me the system set up, the people, and that was a more typical desk job. It was, you're just answering emails, phone calls, and filing paperwork and all that. But it's like, you're jumping headfirst into a system that's already been developed and orchestrated with like a hundred customers when they're normal is say 20 customers. And it's how do you file all of this? Who gets emails? Who gets cross corresponded with what? And it's just like, I walked in there to a bombshell and I'm like, I'm fucking lost right from the get go. Okay. And so, so now what were some of the, the things that, you know, you didn't, you didn't really like about the, the, the banking. So the banking was again, probably the more, I think, so the one thing I will say that I realize I don't like about desk work is the fact that it's a little unpredictable, which, I mean, every single job you'll ever do is unpredictable. That's stupid to say. But it's the idea of I'm going to answer this phone call or I'm going to answer this email and I have no idea what question they're going to be asking me and I don't know if I have the answers for that. And I hate being that guy just sitting there going, huh, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I guess I'll have to look into that. And they're sitting there going, oh, this fucking idiot, probably brand new on the job. Hate that feeling. So, And I guess I guess that sort of relates out to, to the uh, construction site as well. That was a big one with the construction because I just kept sitting there going, every single email I get, I'm going to be fucking lost until like probably three weeks, four weeks down the line when I kind of start getting an idea of things. And okay, this person deals with this. This person deals with this. And it also didn't help that I didn't have a construction background. So when it's like, oh, this guy's part of the paving construction crew, which if you knew construction would deal with the material side, not the uh, end product side. And you're like, I have no fucking clue. And I'm just making this all up. I have no idea. So, but the banking side, yeah, it was just a whole lot of unpredictability and just like a customer comes up to you. and, And again, I hated that idea of this customer coming up to my desk this could be a five-minute deposit a check into a checking account, or this could be a 45-minute, I need to do investments, check out my banking account, as well as do some transfers to a certain thing. And it's like, oh, fuck, I have no idea what's going on here. So I kind of hated that unpredictability of it a bit, I guess I would say. Okay. And, you know, uh, after a while, you somehow settled into your current position um, with with old Dutch there. Uh, and you stuck with this for, for quite some time uh, now. Um, yeah. What, what about this job is a lot different than the, the, the other two that you've tried? I think right off the bat was probably helped that it's such low stakes, I find. Whereas the first one you're dealing with banking, if I make a mistake, I could fuck up somebody's financials. I could 
it's it, it can always be fixed. It can always be fixed. I can't do anything that's permanent. Mm-hmm. But if I screw up someone's bill payments, all of a sudden they could get a late payment and that's an extra $20. Maybe the bank has to cover that. And then some manager is going, what the fuck do you do on that one? Or you do a bad wire transfer. It doesn't go through. They don't get the money at time. Oh, they're trying to buy a trailer down in the States. They don't make the purchase. The auction goes through. They didn't have the funds. They missed out on a purchase. Fuck, would I feel bad? Um, next one, the construction. I was just completely lost in the construction. Yeah. So I, I, that one's a tough one to say. But it's just the idea of like all these very important people who know the industry, who are part of the industry, they're sending out emails. And there's me, dumb fuck wad sitting there answering these emails going, I have no idea what's going on. And then someone looks through my work and they're like, what the fuck was this kid doing? (laughs) This is not organized properly at all. This is all over the map and nothing's in the right place. And now, I mean, God forbid something gets poorly communicated, a job bid doesn't get through or a change doesn't go through. And suddenly some guy puts a mirror in the wrong spot. (laughs) That sucks. So when it was chips, it's, Man, the first thing you're dealing with when you're a distributor, they're going, it's just chips. That's what everyone will tell you. It's just chips. No one's going to die. No one's going to fucking lose out on a mortgage. No one's going to lose out on anything. If someone shows up, they don't have ketchup chips. Well, goddamn, I guess I'll buy a different brand. Like, it's no big deal. So, stakes were a lot less. Very different job type as well. It's a lot more physical labor as well as you're not in an office. It's completely independent self-structured you're kind of on your own a little bit but also it's just easier to figure out i guess i don't know okay um yeah i before sort of um this office space uh, office job that i had i i managed uh, a franchise and i did a lot more running around i wasn't sitting in the office and, and doing paperwork for for eight hours a day mm-hmm. right um and i've been sort of noticing the especially in the last little while that i'm getting very like tired of sitting in office uh a lot and i think i'm getting that 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 sort of sense from you was that is is that you know you want to be actually doing something as opposed to sitting down and just staring at a screen for for eight hours at a time right right and uh just looking back at at sort of you know where we we went to school and what we got went to school for it's very sort of counterintuitive to to what we sort of originally planned and you know that that was uh, i guess a, a shifting um or a growing adapting uh i guess a view of of uh what we wanted out of out of our careers um so i i want to ask you you know how do you how do you determine you know what certain aspects of of a job or something like that um that that you value or, or, or would, would make you happy in, in the, 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 the workplace. Okay. I kind of want to go back a little bit on yeah, what you're Yeah, go ahead. About. So the funniest thing to me is I started kind of thinking about it a little bit lately and it's, it almost would have pro it, it probably would have made sense if I hadn't gone straight to university and gone to the job market first to really get an idea. Mm-hmm. And it would have been amazing if I could have done in some type of office job in front of a screen for eight hours for like a year and then did a very different type of job, maybe a more physical labor moving around job for a year and just get an idea of what the fuck do I like out of work? Mm -hmm. That would have been huge and really would have helped me kind of figure things out a little bit earlier because I went straight into university. I mean, that's, that's usually like the the thing people. Yeah. That's that's what I think, especially now is 
is what uh, people try and push their kids towards is, is you finish school and, and you go to university. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe this is a more personal thing. It's, I guess it's the idea of a lot of other people when they go into university, they have a pretty clear idea of where they want to get to. Like a lot of people go in and go, I want to be an engineer or I want to be an architect or I want to do computer science. And they kind of have at least somewhat of a goal. I walked in there and they said, I remember the meeting where the guy was like, they had four of us and he was talking to some advisor curriculum dude and he and the one person would say, I want to be a marketing director. And he goes, all right, we have these kind of classes you can take and these kind of opportunities and we can figure this out. And the next person goes, I want to be an accountant. He goes, okay, we have these opportunities, these classes, and you can do a program with this person. And he gets to me and I go, I want a job because sh- that's, that's the only thing. I don't know what I want to do. I have no clue. I have no passions i'm trying to strive towards and he just looked at me he's like okay <laughs> we could probably do that <laughs> so you just want to be employed so you don't starve to death i want to work 40 hours a week and get a paycheck i don't know like fuck it's it's i never had this dream or this idea of i really have this thing i want to do for these 40 hours i was like i just need to do something for 40 hours to get a paycheck because that's what you do apparently in life um so <clears throat> so i think that didn't really help um it was good that i I think I'm glad I chose, you know, commerce and management because it's such a broad spectrum that it covers. It's so generalized. You can kind of fuck around and do a lot of things with it. Okay. So it, it doesn't uh, pigeonhole you into anything. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, there's that. Sorry, your question kind of led into... Just trying to f- determine, um, you know, well, what values or, right. or, or sort of aspects that, you know, you feel like would make you happier. Right. So... I think I've kind of found this with old Dutch shit. I don't know if I'm supposed to, oh, whatever. whatever. With the chip company that yeah. I'm that I'm working at is I'm really starting to value that work life balance and the less work time spent is better. Whereas everyone always talked, especially when you're young, they always say, Do the grind. You know, go out, work real hard when you're young, make all that money, and then it sets you up for later. And it's like, I get that, man. I totally get that and it totally makes sense, but I still don't want to do it. <laughs> Not even now. So I even I had an opportunity uh, a month ago, I think I made that choice. Maybe, no, even like two or three weeks ago, yeah. where it's, you can work out of town. Um, it's not even, it's only, you know, Monday to Friday. I'd come back for weekends and I would be making almost twice as much money on my paychecks as I currently am. Like twice as much money every week mm-hmm. as I currently am. But it means being out of town. It means working about 50 to 55 hours a week. Yeah, and you and I thought about it, and I said I don't want to do that because that that's not what would that's make you not, happy. That's not the thing I value. So um, that's the idea of where because I'm young, sort of, still kind of young. That would have been my grind. That would have been my go out, grind it out. And the thing was, it's long term. So you know, it's the next let's say six months of being out there. Oh, jeez, excuse me. Too many drinks. Uh, so yeah, six months, I could have made a shit ton of money out there, fucking worked my bones off, made a bunch of money, really set myself up probably career-wise because they'd have been a really appreciative and uh, it would have looked good for future reference. But I just I just couldn't commit to that. It's like six months. I was like, man, I just I just can't yeah, be out there for, for that lock long. myself into that. I just can't do it. And the funniest thing is after that's happened, we're because of covid and all this shit going on we can't operate at our normal capacity i'm back in town 
and it's kind of like uh, they're just trying to it's like a make work project it's, yeah they're, they're just, just trying to find something for trying you to, to do. find something to do so they can keep mm-hmm. us employed because they need us in case someone else gets sick or injured or whatever happens so they want mm-hmm. to keep us around and old our industry hasn't been affected as much by covid we're doing good sales so it's not like their operating costs are super low or, or um, their revenue is super low and operating costs are the same it's everything's about as same as normal so they can keep us employed same as normal and it's like at the moment i'm getting paid for 40 when you're really working <sighs> like working 20 maybe 20 hours a week dude so it's like i'm making half the paycheck i would make if i'd been out town but i'm working tiny hours right now and good lord am i loving it like i would if someone said you can work 20 hours and make half your paycheck or work 50 hours out of town and make double your paycheck i'm like like you can you can decide when you want to amp it up when you need that money i guess so but no well no i i kind of lost the chance now it's yeah. not like i can just make the the choice but now i'm starting to think if i'm ever offered that choice you're gonna I take think it i'm taking the lower end because oh okay because my my expenses of life are so low yeah and that's 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 something else i want to i guess uh move on to uh I don't know if I if you're okay with me saying me saying, but like you and I we're we're living in our our parents' basements, right? Right. We Classic. we don't we don't uh, have we're not renting our own apartments. We're not renting our own homes. We're not. Well, I mean, I technically I'm tied tied down to a mortgage because I bought I bought a, a we'll call it a rental property. It's a weird situation there. But are you paying rent? Here? No, God no. Okay, so I'm just paying a small rent. Yeah, you're paying paying a small so it's, amount. It's much less than if I was renting a place. Yeah, yeah, and you know, uh, you you and I are very very comfortable and and happy with with uh what we have, right? You have a basement to yourself. I have a basement to myself, and and we like having this this space uh to ourselves, and we're saving money, right? Mm-hmm. I find that you know, uh, especially with sort of expectations of people our age you know we're in our mid to, mid to late 30s 20s 20s. 30s jesus Sorry, christ no, no, i was thinking close to 30 but yeah close mid to, to late 20s yeah 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 at, at, at this time you know we we are we should be uh Settling down, on our own and family buying and, a house yeah and, and, and that kind of stuff and and you know that's not what would make me happy right now because like i barely know how to take care of myself right right and and you know having even just like this little space to myself is is perfect because we're a bit more introverted right mm-hmm. we like having our own little little areas uh uh and then you look at you know some of our friends and stuff like that where they're they're they put a a mortgage on a a home and and, and uh, that kind of stuff uh do you ever find yourself sort of comparing what you've accomplished to what other people have accomplished and like you know do you think that's like a healthy way to do stuff like to, to measure your own happiness i don't think it's healthy but i'm gonna say everyone do does it everyone does it it's going to happen don't ever think like oh i shouldn't compare because i've had that happen i've i've been at biz, or, uh, workplaces where i've had co-workers tell me oh you can't compare yourself to your friend or oh you can't compare yourself to that person you're gonna do it everyone does it it's just a normal thing because you look at what somebody else's has and you say, okay, they have this. I don't have this. You know, should I have this? But um, so, of course, I've definitely compared myself to all my friends at multiple times. And it can be difficult because, you know, everyone has a very different life situation. Obviously, no two life is the same. Um, and 
it can feel like other people are, you know, kicking ass and just like, oh my God, they figured out life right from the get-go, man. These guys are killing it. And I have a few friends who I can say like, man, they are killing it. They are living the life. This is like peak achievement of life. So I think the thing that really helped me in that regard is always comparing and all that is you have to have one thing where you feel like you're kicking ass at. And to me, that is savings is just because of the situation that I've been placed in living in my parents' house or basement, um, cheap rent and just working and also just kind of a cheaper lifestyle, being an introvert, not going out to clubs, spending a ton on liquor, traveling activities, a lot. traveling. There's so many things. No I'm, multiple girlfriends. Yeah. So it's like you could say I'm missing out on life in a lot of regards, but okay, I'm putting all those paychecks away. So all of a sudden my savings are doing pretty good. And so that's the one thing I can say, oh man, he has a mortgage. Oh, he has a girlfriend. Oh, they hey, might have a kid coming on the way. But it's like, ah, at least I got a nice savings account I can fall back on. So that's kind of been my one shining light <laughs> that I can point to and be I like... I mean, at, at least you have, you know, that, that, that one thing to point at, right? And that's the thing is, so my advice kind of sucks because what I'm saying is everyone does this. It's a, a totally normal thing to do. You're going to compare yourself to the people around you. And if you don't have that one shining light, like, fuck, you might have to do some soul searching or figuring it out or something. And, and it doesn't have to be something amazing. You can say my one shining light is... I go to the gym three times a week or something, or I skateboard. I don't know. Just find some tiny little thing to kick ass at. Well, I mean, yeah, find what makes you happy, right? I guess. Saving makes me happy. <laughs> I think. I think it's just. I think. I think for for in that Fuck. situation, it's it's the the comfort and the the reassurance yes. right of of like hey if something goes wrong i know i can take care of myself yes actually that is a huge thing is the fact that honestly that's a huge thing is i can look at it and say man if i fuck up my job tomorrow like if something goes if i make this terrible catastrophic thing and that you're fired immediately get the fuck out of the office dude i'm good i'm fine for the next like six months i can survive i can i can go for quite a while in a vegetative state until i need to find work again so it's it's such a reassurance. It is so, and you know that's that's uh, if that's what makes you happy, that's that's what makes you happy. I know, mm -hmm. I know, you know, uh, especially with the situation around COVID going on right now, people are struggling to to plan out the next couple of months. About dude, couple of months, couple of weeks, dude. It it is absolutely amazing to me when you hear stories. And I I talked with someone at the hotel I was staying with out of town, and how they were talking about she was in a bit of a special circumstance. But it was like missing one paycheck was about to fuck up her whole life. And that just blew my mind. Yeah. That's so, and I hate to say, but just a story. This happened in like first or second year of university or something like that. I think it was then I went to pay a bill and I couldn't pay it. My checking account was like below a hundred bucks or something like that. I was fucking broke. And I, that was that was a situation for me where I saw that I couldn't pay the bill, you know, a card declined or something like that. And I just looked and I said, never again. I will never be in this situation again. I do not want to feel this. And that's when I fucking started really ramping up my checking account, making sure I had at least something. And obviously during university, it's not easy. You can't save a lot, but it's mm -hmm. just at least I had something to fall back on. Even if it's 200 bucks in your checking account, fuck, at least I can pay a couple bills. I can fill my car with gas. So it's just the idea of, so that was that was a kind of a turning point for me was I looked at that and I said, never again. I will never be in that situation where I one missed paycheck 
fucks up my life. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I realized that very early on in life. Life, too, is it was sort of a, a very similar situation. I just I just remember looking um, at my parents uh, while they tried to because they they owned a business. They were paying down uh, a mortgage and they were juggling bills like like crazy. And they're just trying to find, you know, ways to pay what they could when and what could they could, you know, postpone for 30 days before that or like when was something going to get you know cut off or something and, and i just oh, thought that man. was that is not a way to to live how stressful and oh, and i think i think yeah that's that's you know why i wanted to talk to you about this because like you and i sort of value that that assurance of you know making sure that we have everything covered and you know that's that's what makes us happy mm-hmm. right right and and uh yeah so um uh, uh the other thing i want to move on here with is uh do you do you, like does the opinion of like family or others sort of uh affect sort of your 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 view on 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 happiness? It does. It shouldn't, but it does. Again, it's one of those things where it's like the whole I don't know, like a Buddhist philosophy or something where people always tell you, "Oh, it's all about you. You got to think about yourself. You can't let the outer world affect your inner sanctum or some shit like that." It's like it just, it's going to happen. We're fucking human. Obviously, we compare ourselves. It's catching up with the Joneses. It's comparing yourself to your friends. It's opinions of the people around you. Of course, those things affect you. Like, there's no question about that. So, yes, um, parents, and I guess it's it's not opinions of family. I guess it's kind of the comparisons as well. It's looking at, like, okay, you know, my siblings are a bit older than me. So, it's like, okay, my kind of thing has been when they were at my age, what situation were they in? And am I doing better, worse, even? Yeah. So it's not, maybe not good. Um, obviously, I keep all this my to myself. I would never say that to people out loud. So that's probably a more healthy thing. You don't want to, this is all internal stuff. You don't want to be ex- extruding this stuff. Well, that's a stupid word. Externalizing. Externalizing. You don't want to be externalizing any of this. Like you don't want to be talking about it to people and comparing yourself to them. You never want to let them know that that's happening because it's it's all a personal thing. So this is all internal stuff. But yes, and of course, parents. Um, like we were talking before the podcast is, parents are always looking for the grandchild. Yeah, <laughs> they have fucking wires in their brain that just firing nonstop. They have to have it. Have to have it. So the fact that a sibling of mine had a baby recently is really alleviated really tame that urge really they, they're focused 100 percent. they're laser focused on that right now so that that put a lot less pressure on the rest of us but i would never let that pressure actually affect my life and my decisions it's more of just a almost like a sarcastic joke here and there it's a oh where's the girlfriend oh where's the wife and you you laugh it off or you ignore it whatever that's just parents being parents okay so so you don't you don't you don't let that 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 sort of get to you. I mean, I like, try not to. Yeah. But just, everyone says you know, oh, I don't let that get to me. It it gets to us. It yeah. always does. It's there's at least even in the very 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 back of the mind, it nibbling at you. It's it's in the head. It's it's in there. But you try not to let it. I think the biggest thing would be yes, it can affect your mind, but it, try not to let it affect your decisions or your goals or your plans. Where it's, I could do route A. And maybe I'd be a bit happier and work less. 
or I could do route B and get a girlfriend and a mortgage and work harder. And it's like, oh, fuck, uh, my parents want me to choose B, so I'll choose B. No, man, you got to choose for yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Who else would have expectations within family? Not really friends. Well, I mean, if you had a significant other, but you and I are nowhere near that. Rocking that single life. Yeah. Which is a whole nother other thing. Yeah, yeah, that's it's. It's interesting. Ah. Let me try again. It was interesting to hear you say that earlier because you've been in relationships and you've kind of experienced that. So, for you, is it a need to get back to that, or just kind of a want, or is it you know what it's about and you know how much work it takes and you're just not sure if you can handle that right now. Yeah. So you know, this whole topic is about you know finding your own happiness and 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 that kind of stuff and and. a little while ago, I explained that, you know, it was at the beginning of this podcast, I was, the, the intro was me talking about, uh, you know, I went on a little self journey uh, a, a, a while, for a while, but just mm-hmm. because I did get burned out uh, on work because the expectation that for me when, when growing up is you work hard, right? That's, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And that's just because, you know, that's what I saw in my parents because they own their own restaurants and stuff like that. They just put all their effort into it. And I thought that's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's, I guess, like the role model that they sort well, of. that's the normal. Yeah, that's you. the normal for, for them. So that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's where I'm on. And I realized that I'm not happy doing that kind of stuff, right? I'm not happy uh, at, at this point. I'm not, I'm not happy doing that kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'm not equipped to that, do that kind of stuff. And um, with the relationships, yeah, I'm not in in general. I don't think I am happy right now. I mean, there's certain aspects of my life that I am happy about. Other aspects, not at all. Okay. Right. Right. And I think I think especially in a relationship, right? You have to be happy with about yourself before you can be happy for another person. And that's that's what yeah. essentially relationship is about, right? Is right. is being around someone you feel happy for and someone uh, that feels happy for you, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I don't feel happy about myself, then I can't show that happiness to other people. Now, just on that topic, though, because I've definitely heard that advice before and I, I get it, but could you almost use that as an excuse to say I've never been happy or I just need to keep improving myself? That is my dilemma right now. Because is... at some point you have to be in a relationship where, yes, I have some faults, but maybe this other person can help me resolve them or can help me accentuate the good things so I ignore the bad. Like Yeah, that's that's my dilemma right now. Is if you know, I, I am on a journey of, of, of you know, self improvement. Am I using this as a crutch to sort of stagger my progress? Yeah. Or is this actually an obstacle? But that's Oh, that's interesting because you could say stagger your progress, but that's stagger your progress in a relationship sense, but you're excelling in another sense of self-improvement. So it's almost like you have you have so many different areas of your life to improve. You can only work on so many at a time. Man, it's complicated. Yeah. It's and I guess that's the point where you find what am I focused on? What are my what's what's more important to me? Relationship, fitness, health, work, work finances like there's there's a thousand different options you could pick skateboarding painting arts and crafts like yeah. did, you pick a goal and you focus on that one and obviously you're going to ignore some others yeah yeah so well now I, I'll, I'll turn that back on on you right you know mm. you've been single for 
life life <laughs> for the entire year of life um you we'll know be honest about it uh it, it, do you ever feel like unhappy unsatisfied about that sort of situation do do you think you know you, you want to try and take steps to fix that or, or are you are you happy with what you have right now damn all right time to get honest for the first time ever yeah go ahead <laughs> of course um Everyone feels the need for socializing. Everyone, f- I think it's just an innate human instinct to want to have a partner. So, of course, I feel that need, that urge or whatever. Similar to your idea of I need to be happy with myself first before I can be happy with someone else. I've also, I want to say, used that excuse in my life many a times because I'm not satisfied in a lot of areas in my life. So I'm But that's the problem is I'm not improving them at the moment. I'm not even working towards that. So I'm completely stuck in a rut in that regard. But it's just, I think it's more so the fact that I've gone so long being alone. The idea of sharing time with someone else is such a foreign concept to me. Because you hang out with friends, you hang out with family. It's a short-term commitment. It's, you know, three, four hours. It's a dinner. It's whatever. But you can always leave. That's the thing. You can always escape. You can't leave a relationship. Relationship, you know, all of a sudden if she's living in your house, holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, you could go to another room, but she's there. (laughs) She's always watching you. Always watching. Well, yeah. uh, it's. You go to sleep, she's there. You wake up, she's there. But that's another thing is you wake up and she's there. That's like, fuck, you should be. Some days, yeah, you wake up and you go, oh, I have this girl in my bed. And the other days you're like... So like, oh my God, well, what I'm getting ready is that at, at like when you do settle down, you get married. You're you're getting yourself a little like uh, apartment, you know, across the city or no, something. No, no, no. I just need a man cave. <laughs> I need a man cave that I'm gonna hide in and yeah. retreat to. And or it's just, like, yeah, no, Ray. Ray stays at my house for like two uh, two days out of the week, <laughs> just just for some alone time. I just need to go. No, and that's oh, that's the biggest thing of a relationship is to be able to be comfortable with the person. I think it's like. And I think that's one thing I'm really starting to notice is like, oh, what are you looking for? Oh, a girl with good personality or uh, humor or a good looks or cooking skills. And it's like, man, I just want to find someone you can be comfortable with for like hours on end. Someone who's just willing to put up with my stupid shit. Holy shit, dude. If you can handle me for like four hours straight, you've done it. <laughs> You're winning. So that's, I, and again, that's everyone. I think everyone's looking for that. Not everyone can identify that they're looking for that, but I think that's that's a big thing. Or you know, there's difficult relationships where maybe you don't get along so well and it's a lot of battling or confrontation. But if you can make that work, by all means, everyone's different. But just the idea of being comfortable with someone and also being comfortable with the idea of, hey, honey, I just need to go be by myself for an hour. I just need to go play some video games for an hour and just really fucking disappear from the world for a moment. And then I'll come back. I'll come back. I'll be I'll, I'll be back, you know, six months down the line. Yeah. <laughs> what am I playing? Fucking Persona? Jesus. This game just keeps going, dude. But, and, ah, fuck. And that's the thing is, I, uh, I can talk such a big game about relationships, but I have zero experience to back it up. So I'm like, I'm talking bullshit out of my ass on this one. Yeah. So. I mean, this is this is outside of the the whole happiness thing, but we're we're on the topic of relationships right now. Dude, um, I know personally for myself, you know, having all these previous relationships, it's it's practice, mm-hmm. right? It's it's me figuring out what I want, you know, what I can tolerate, 
what I'm willing to put up with, uh, and you know what I'm searching for. For someone like you, Ray, who hasn't had uh, a very long history of, of of relationships, do you feel like, especially with where we are in in our age, like those opportunities are becoming very limited, or are you thinking like you know you're gonna try and fit a couple of relationships in fairly quickly and then try and figure out you know this is what I'm looking for or you know hmm. that's a tough one because again I don't have anything to go back on to look at and also the fact that I haven't actually put any effort into looking so that's a big factor as well as people are like oh what well, you you can't get a girlfriend or you can't meet people or stuff I can't say anything because I haven't tried fucking anything at all. I haven't done anything on that effort. I haven't gone on Tinder. I haven't gone on Plenty of Fish or Christian Bumble Mingle. or yeah, cr- <laughs> any any of nice, the apps that Christian has. Nice Christian single girl. Farmers only. Farmers only. <laughs> she needs to have at least three acres. Yeah. So I can't I can't say I've been trying. So I can't say that opportunities are there or I need to narrow or expand my focus. There's there's no background to rely on um and that's maybe a little bit different than the question you asked but i i think to myself every once in a while it's like obviously everyone asks themselves like oh what kind of girl would i want to meet and it's just like i have no fucking clue maybe i want to meet a quiet girl who doesn't talk a lot maybe i want to meet an athletic girl maybe i want a girl who talks all the shit time so she can fill the dead air I don't know. Yeah, and I think that's that's you know what, that's what experience gives you. And that's what experience gives you, and that's what you know people who date regularly, mm-hmm. like like say me and Christian or whatever. That's that's what our early twenties were were all about. It was just us asking all these girls out just to see, see what, what sticks. Exactly. Right? I think Christian's a perfect example. If he's throwing spaghetti at the wall and then he can peel off and go, I really enjoyed this aspect of a relationship, and I really I enjoyed this person's personality and this. So when I'm looking for someone. If they can hit these three things that I've identified that are good, man, we're killing it. Whereas I have nothing. So yeah. it'd be an open book at that one. It'd be a completely open, brand new diary. Let's start writing. But it's it's late in life, so it's... I mean, do you want that kind of experience? Uh, fuck, I don't know anymore, dude. I mean, Probably. if you want, then let's, 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 let's do, uh, you know... We'll, we'll we'll try and set up something like you know five minute dates for you and just get oh, God. plow through like thirty women. Oh, talking's difficult. <laughs> I think that's the hardest part is I'm so bland of a person that it's hard to have conversations. Ah, you're great with all you know. You're on the podcast all the time. Couple of drinks first. <laughs> yeah, more than a couple. Um, yeah, no, it's it's such a gray unknown territory. It would take a whole. Sh- whacking at to figure it out a little bit okay so it's yeah i don't know depends on how deep you want to go all right <laughs> well uh those are basically all that i that really wanted to talk to you about happiness wise is there anything else you want to quickly chat about <laughs> i was just thinking how sad it is so happiness and it's like figuring out life and all that and it's just i had a point and it was this year because i had set a savings goal for myself and it was at first, like two years ago, is a very long-term savings goal. I'm about to hit it this year, so and I'm hitting it early. So my idea was uh, I gave myself six months, so half the year, to finish this. So it had been 
july june is is six april may june yeah Yeah. so june end of june and i think i'm about to hit it by the end of april so i was like oh shit i'm two months early so my thought was before i go on to the next saving goal i'll have two months i'm just gonna save all that money for two months and buy a bunch of shit that i want to buy spend it on me this is my celebration yeah make you happy fuck yeah everyone deserves that yeah go buy a boat buy a boat yeah I i should buy a boat no uh, so then I started thinking, I was like, oh, all right, let's upgrade my TV, upgrade my laptop, um, maybe some video games or something like that, blah, blah, blah. Go on a trip? Go, well, that was the second thing. That's a different. So then I, and then I started thinking, I was like, ah, oh, well, the TV. I'm like, well, the way my entertainment system's set up right now, ah, t- a bigger TV might be too big, honestly. It's just the way it's set up right now. It, it almost feels small sometimes, but that's just me being picky. I think a bigger TV, especially I want to jump from like a 42 to like a 60 inch, might be too big of a gap. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I don't know about the TV. And then the laptop. Well, my laptop's working almost perfectly fine. Maybe it's got some little bit of downfalls, but it, it satisfies all my needs almost 100%. Almost feels like a waste to spend. And I'm looking at like twelve, thirteen hundred $1,300 for a laptop. It's like, well, that feels like a bit of a fucking waste just to slightly upgrade something. I'm like, well, maybe not that then. Okay, well, video games. Well, I just bought the like two or three video games that just came out that I want to buy. So there's not really a lot. And I sat back and went, fuck, I can't spend money on myself. This is a problem. <laughs> this isn't good. <laughs> Go on a trip, man. Wow. And then, yeah, so I started talking to my mom and just talking about travel. And it's, what are your thoughts on traveling alone? I did it for well, you did it to the four states. Months, yeah, was it four months? Yeah, four Fuck, months. Was that long? Felt I like traveled. I tra- I mean, I did stay with family, but there were points where I met up with other people. I decided to rent a car and just drive out to other cities just by myself to check out some venues or something like that, and just meet people along the way. And nice, it was fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a good time. So, I think. It would be a good idea to do some traveling just because it'd be interesting and a new experience and all that. And the problem is right now, maybe other people aren't quite in the, well, travel obviously, but also like other people aren't quite in the situation to be traveling as well with me, like friends. So it might end up being some solo travel, which shouldn't be a bad thing. It's, it's, it's got some stigma, I feel like, but yeah, I I can see that, but you know what? If you can get around that. If you can get around that. And as long as, again, you find happiness in it, do it. I sure hope I do. <laughs> everyone talks about traveling. I, hey, hey, you know what? Another thing I learned uh, down uh, traveling in the States there is, you know what? You can have shitty days. You can have shitty experiences. But you know what those shitty experiences always turn into? Great fucking stories at the bar. True true a bad experience can turn into amazing story yeah afterwards for exactly. sure oh yeah at the time it sucks <laughs> when you lose your keys and you're like ah, oh, this is terrible makes a good story later yeah but i don't know it's it's tough man it's i think the hardest part is recognizing happiness in the moment which is such a weird thing to it, say yeah but no, I, I i find that i recognize happiness more of a in hindsight exactly you think you look back and you go oh that was a really good time or oh that was a really good night yeah yeah it's it's, it's never like like you know in like those like rom-com movies or something like that you're sitting there staring at the things like 
yeah, I'm really enjoying this. I love this. This is the moment. This, this is, is it. No, for me, it's it's well, it's mostly because I'm fucking absolutely plastered at well, at those points in times, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 it's more of a, yeah, you know, that party last week that that was pretty good, or like you know, my my trip down to you know, our trip down to New Zealand was yeah. phenomenal. But when even when you're plastered at the time mm-hmm. in the bar, you're having a great time. You're fucking loving life. <laughs> Super great. So I, 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 I tried this at one time. I was driving back from work. Last week, I think it was. I'd finished work, and then I was. What was I doing? I think I was. Oh, I was getting groceries for the parents. So I was at Sobeys, and then I was driving home, and I decided to treat myself. So I grabbed a Red Bull, and I was like, I specifically told myself I was driving my car, and it was the first one of the first nice days that we finally had, where it finally got fucking warm a little bit. So I rolled down my windows. I had good toots playing and I had a Red Bull in my hand and I was driving down the street and I went, this is a good moment. I am happy right now. (laughs) And I had to tell myself that. And then I just tried to sit back and enjoy the moment. And it's, it's so weird to tell yourself to do that and to like try and live in that moment. It's not a, it just happened. It was like, I specifically stopped myself, thought about it and went, all right, I've got a good drink. I've got good tunes. It's warm out. I have the windows down. I'm happy right now. This is good. <laughs> it was so weird. You just got to find those moments to enjoy and yeah. be happy about. So, and, yeah. And and so like today, again, this is more of a hindsight one, was I just got a new, uh, let's call it a comic book, comic book in the mail the day before. So I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, I could play video games. And I look outside and I was like, Man, the sun is kind of shining on the deck. And it's like 10 degrees outside. It's not that bad. It's kind of warm. Fuck it, I'm going to read. So I, at first I was just reading in the house, and then I went outside on the deck. And it's like, I read for two hours in the morning. And it's just like, this was really nice. I didn't force myself to go do something. I didn't go, oh, I have to play this video game because I feel like I need to beat it. It was just, I just want to read. And I'm going to do it. And fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good time. <laughs> So, okay. Anything else? I don't know. Life is a box of something, and you eat it, and then you regurgitate and shit it out four days later. No, life is good. Um, man, fuck. It's it's a deep concept. It's a personal concept. Everyone has to kind of figure out their own way. Obviously, everyone's life is different. And there's a lot of failures. There's a lot of successes. You have to kind of learn from everything a little bit, obviously. I don't know. It's, I think the comparison thing is the biggest thing to me is where you're trying to compare your life to what's normal at this time. Like, let's just pick 25. What's normal at the age of 25? What's normal? What do normal people do? Where do I, should I have a mortgage? Should I be renting? Should I have a girlfriend? Dip, 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 dip. It's everyone's living their own life, man. Everyone's doing something different. Yeah, there's gonna be down times. There's gonna be hard times. You gotta enjoy the good times while they are. You gotta find I guess you gotta find that, that thing you enjoy. Or I guess I'm finding it's a lot of books, T V shows, gaming. I don't know. Do the things you love. I don't know. It's different. It's weird. Yeah. I'm trying to be deep, but I got nothing. I mean, I mean, we're we're drinking right now, so it's probably not going to be very deep at all. No, that's when I'm at my deepest. I'm off the deep end. 
All right. Well, I want to. I want to thank you for for uh, joining me on this this little adventure here, Ray. Cheers. Uh, to everybody else, uh, thank you for for joining us. I will be doing this with uh, the rest of the cast of the Entertaining Stupid, just so that I guess you learn a little bit about us and 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 whatnot. I don't know. It's get a different perspective from different people. That's always the thing. Is trying to learn from somebody else. Try to. Yeah, and that's that's Get sort an idea. of why I sort of like the, the 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 people will eventually learn know the topics when the the episodes come up. But like, I, I kind of specifically chose certain uh, people for certain things. Yeah. yeah, and oh man, like I I can't wait for Dan's episode. I really want to hear his experience on on that. Yeah, my experiences would be so minimal compared to his. Yeah, it's it'd be such an interesting topic. So look forward to the future ones, guys. This this one's the bottom of the barrel. I mean, this is the first one. It only goes up from here. This, this is the first one we're checking off, and I thought it. I, <laughs> I thought it'd be a, 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 a very fitting point to check off just because, you know, you're my first friend out of this whole friend group here and you introduced me to everybody else. So I want to say the last, I would attribute, you know, the last five years, my happiness there to you, Ray. Oh, that's the biggest compliment I could ever get. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Peace.